What up, this is Ludacris, and when I'm in town, I'm kicking it. Kick, kick, kick. What up, baby? It's your boy Trey Songz in the mix with the homie, Brian James. It is a message. It is an inspiration. It is a source of beauty. It's the Brian's World Podcast, presented by The Citizens. All right. You're what up, though? Happy whatever it is to you. And welcome to yet another episode of the Brian's World Podcast, presented by The Citizens. The Citizens. And today we're going to talk about the bad voices in your head. Hurry up. Ready? Shit. Let's go. It's the Dub Club. 20 minutes of power. Let's go. Yeah, you can go ahead and start that clock. 20 minutes, please. Start the clock. All right, so um, a couple of weeks ago, actually, it was literally, actually, I think a couple is too. So, <laughs> yeah, actually, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about um, voices in your head and how it, you know, maybe we, we don't, um, maybe we frown upon talking to yourself when we really shouldn't you know so we we had a whole episode about how to um have a healthy conversation with yourself today i kind of want to extend from that and and talk about um the bad voices in your head the bad ones we'll we'll talk about the bad ones and then we'll talk about the good ones we'll do that in another episode but the bad ones are on my mind okay and the reason being is because um now it i think everybody can relate to this but the people who um, are historically tough on themselves are really going to relate to this shit today, okay? Um, so, talking to yourself, to me, is healthy, all right? As long as you're leading the conversation. Um, and in having that conversation with yourself, it's not just one voice that you're meeting. It's actually three voices. And this sounds really crazy, but just hear me out. <laughs> it's actually three voices, that you're talking to when you talk to yourself. Like your soul, your mind, all of that, your spirit is so important that you cannot talk to the boss. Like, because the boss is three voices. You gotta talk to all three of them, okay? And you have a very neutral voice that you're talking to. You have a very optimistic and hopeful voice that you're talking to. And you have a very negative and and pessimistic voice that you're talking to and all three of them hang out together <laughs> you know what i mean all three of them are running you know your body are running who you are they are like literally the bosses of your body those three voices right there we're gonna talk about the bad one today because you gotta meet the bad one this is the voice that um somehow like it's the homie it's the homie. And that's the thing. It's the homie. But sometimes you just be like, yo, you kind of negative, dog. <laughs> it don't be nothing crazy. It don't be nothing like super, super, super like, like really shitting on yourself type thing. It just be just a little bit too much negativity. <laughs> just, just a smidge too much, you know. And it happens all the time. That's that bad voice. To me, that's that personality that that voice has. Still the homie, though. But that's that personality that it has. Um, and, you know, if you talk to that voice a lot more, if, if you are more in tune with that voice than the other three, I really think that life starts to reflect that. You see what I'm saying? Um, this bad voice, and, and this is the base of it, okay? This bad voice, right, is not trying to hurt you. 
And I think that that's part of learning to have that conversation with that voice to keep it in line is that you got to understand that it's not trying to hurt you. Self-doubt is not trying to hurt you. Okay. Uh, Low self-esteem is not trying to hurt you. Too much self-esteem is not trying to hurt you. Well, not, not too much self-esteem, but too much just flamboyancy. Just, ah, you just feeling yourself. It's not even trying to hurt you. These reactions or these voices or how this voice reacts to you is more of a uh, protective mechanism, if you will, um, than a harmful voice. It's there to really kind of protect you but it just always goes about it the wrong way you see what i'm saying it's the intent more than the action and i think i finally started to understand that i would say within the last six months as you can this year has been a great fucking year (laughs) like a really good year you know what i mean um except for you know i mean of course i lost one of my heroes this year you know but even the weirdest thing with that is just um even that provided knowledge you know what i mean so we'll we'll get to that later but um yeah i i really just started to really focus on that that bad voice i would say you know sometime this year i mean in the last couple of months or so and uh since then i have been able to really tap into quicker decision making um and making big decisions quicker like not just the small ones but making big decisions quicker like my mind has been kind of freed by really understanding how to have this conversation with this bad voice because it's 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 going to be there whenever you talk to yourself and once you pledge yourself to learning to communicate with yourself better um at that point you have to accept that you're going to be speaking to three different people and once you focus on that now you can focus on the bad voice and so that's what i've been doing this year is focusing on how to have a better relationship with the bad voices that talk to me and really and then understanding that those thoughts of self-doubt that I may have had, those thoughts of low self-esteem that I may have had, just on a daily basis, comes from a protective spirit. It comes from a, you know, we 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 have you um, very, you know, kind of uh, shy, if you will, or, or we're, we're, we're making you feel low self-esteem so you can just kind of be, uh, you know, better. That's That's what that voice makes you think. You know, and then but then you when you start to realize that it's like, okay, well, that's I need to switch that voice right there. And I think that it's possible to really narrow in and switch these voices once you get to know them, you know, like once you start working with the bad voice, now you can move on and really perfect the the, the voice that's in, in between the two. And then you could you can perfect how to put how to perfect the optimistic voice. You know, what I mean, so. um. With the bad voice, like I said, it's not here to hurt you. It's here to protect you, you know. But you just have to train it and teach it uh, what you want it to protect. Think about it as a dog, you know what I mean? Or, or something like that. Like, you know, you're training this voice to stand guard um, in a more reasonable fashion. And that's it. And then you can move on down the line to the rest of the voices, you know. 
Um, so what does what does this bad voice say to you sometimes? This, the bad voice uh, it, it presents itself in moments of you about to give, let's say, you're doing a public speak uh, public speech <laughs> at work or something, and uh, you know you're not really you don't really like that whole thing. That bad voice the entire time, that whole week of that whole event you about to speak at, that like that bad voice is talking to you heavy that week and telling you how much you don't know what the fuck you're about to do <laughs> or how much like you. That voice would tell you, like, girl, you can't get on stage right now because you don't look the best. You know what I mean? That's that low self-esteem type shit. Or or even with me, you know what I mean? Like, that bad voice would be like, look, yo, like, you ain't supposed to be here, dog. <laughs> That's that, uh, oh, I forgot what that, I forgot what the term is called. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, th- that bad voice to me be like, yo, you're not supposed to be here. Like, don't go out there and embarrass yourself. You're not supposed to be here. That's the type of thing that that bad voice will say to you, you know? And like I said, it ain't like it's trying to hurt you. It didn't want... it. it the voice wasn't trying to hurt me in that situation or in those situations that I've had. Imposter syndrome, that's what it is, imposter syndrome. Um, that bad voice wasn't trying to hurt me in reminding me or not reminding me, but in telling me that I don't belong where I am in life. It wasn't trying to hurt me. It just didn't want me to go out there and get embarrassed and and, and end up hurting myself. You see what I'm saying? That's how the bad voice wants to stand guard naturally to me. You know, that's that's just me personally. Some people are naturally already in charge of the bad voice. Cool fucking does to you. Okay. Write a book and teach us, my guy. (laughs) Okay. But um, that bad voice, that's like I said, that's how it, it, it approaches me. You know, and it doesn't it just doesn't want me to move on to whatever I'm doing. Like a lot of times it will happen in DJing for whatever reason, like that whole day, I just feel like I don't belong here. And the voice is just trying to remind me like, yo, 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 don't go on stage. Don't go on stage, dog. You can still back out. Find some way to back out. And that, that, that bad voice is penetrating me all day. Just telling me like, bro, like you can't go on stage. And then sometimes I sometimes I go on stage and that bad voice is still talking to me. And then that creates a bad situation for me at this event, personally. And I'm just being honest with you because we family at this point. All right, fuck all that Hollywood shit. Let's talk about some real shit, okay? Um, yeah, that bad voice, it, it, it don't want to stop my DJ career. It just don't want me to go on stage because it's trying to tell me, like, yo, you don't belong here. It, it don't even be about the whole big picture it's just be about that night <laughs> you know um and like i said if that bad voice is in my ear and, and i'm like <laughs> listening to it and acting according to it you know the show or the club night or the wedding or whatever it's just going to be a horrible fucking experience for me even if it doesn't sound bad to other people it's it, it just always feels super anxious and super like just up there it's just painful like i feel like i lose years of my life when you know i have those kind of events that happen like that and all of that really is because of the bad voice reminding me that i don't necessarily belong there not reminding me telling me that i don't necessarily belong there that's how the bad voice approaches us but see now right now i got the bad voice working on some other shit like check this out i'm gonna tell you this and then we out okay now see that's the bad voice's energy okay and i'm like bro i feel you though I, I, look, maybe we don't belong out there. Check me out. Hear me. Maybe we don't belong out there, yo. For real. Maybe we don't belong on the radio. 
Maybe we don't like, you know, belong on Instagram, belong on Twitter, da 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 Maybe not. Maybe that's what it is. But that ain't the issue, though. Because no matter what, and this is me talking to my bad voice, right? That ain't the issue, though. Because no matter what, we're going out there. So if you're worried about whether or not we are ready to go out there right now, I need you to shift that energy to worry about making sure that we are ready to go out there. That's where the bad voice is working for me right now. The bad, I, I'm like, bro, if you don't think we should go out there and DJ, you need to figure out what the hell we're going to do to make sure that we are always ready to go out there to DJ. So you know what that means? I practice. You know what that means? I'm more, I ain't going to say I practice. I'm more in tune with becoming a better DJ. Like I'm studying that. Like I'm thinking about that. Kind of like I was when I was in college. Like now I'm in a zone where I'm like, all right, we, I, I got I, I got to make sure this bad voice is making sure that we are, we're good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now I just practice more. Now I'm just into the DJ shit more. You know, same thing with music. Exact same thing with music. Like, heavy imposter syndrome i don't even, i haven't even played my shit for people um you know for a while now i don't mind doing it you know what i'm saying because i got the bad voice now working on making sure that i was doing whatever i needed to do, needed to do for me to always feel like i'm ready to play somebody some music so i put more effort into learning music i put more effort into studying uh hip-hop music and rap music and, and r&b and figuring out how to blend it. Then I put more effort into studying me as an artist so that I can put some shit out and just feel good. No matter what the numbers say, just feel good about it. You know what I mean? And, and, and that bad voice now is more concerned about getting prepared to go out on stage as opposed to uh, being concerned about if we're ready to go on stage. I got the bad voice working early. You know, I got the bad voice ahead of the load. You know what I mean? That's what we got to do. And that's it. Okay? Like, you're going to come into different seasons of self-doubt. You're going to come into different days, different, different hours of the same day in which you might look into the mirror and say, who the fuck am I? Why the fuck am I? What is wrong with me? I don't feel like I am as good as everybody else around me. You're going to have those days. I know it because your heart's beating, because you're human. It's going to happen, okay? But instead of listening to that bad voice in that moment, tell yourself, yo, no matter what, we are here. We're, we're, going, we're going to fuck in. We're going to be enthusiastic about whatever it is we're doing, okay? And we're just not going to worry about whatever. But from now on, I don't want you, this is you talking to your bad voice. From now on, I don't want you asking me these questions now. Now, I want us to work on making sure that we're prepared for every situation, all right? And I really do think that that is, and that now some people do experience low self-esteem and all of that as part of a chemical imbalance known as depression. Cool. That's a whole different batch of people. I can't wait to have that episode. But I'm talking about the people who, um, who don't experience those things, you know? If that's the case, I think that it's just about shifting your bad voice to working ahead of the work, ahead of the load, if you will, you know? And that's just how I feel about it. All right. I think that um, learning to do that is 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 good is going to make sure that you are prepared for every single moment. 
And that's what it's all about. That's literally like, if, even if you take, like, even for me, like fashion, right? There are a lot of times where I be like, I don't know if I like what I got on. You know what I'm saying? Like I wear it, <laughs> I wear it every other day and it look good. You know what I mean? It look good at first. <laughs> or maybe, you know, the first month that you have it, you know, but after a while it's like, okay, new shirt. You know what I mean? That's how I be feeling sometimes, you know? So instead of feeling like that for, I don't know, shit, how old am I? <laughs> maybe 13 years, 12 years maybe. Instead, instead of feeling like that for that long, um, why not just say, okay, well, what the fuck do I like to wear? I don't, like, I don't care about the rules of fashion now. You know what I mean? Like, what is comfortable to me? Let's stock that up, okay? Let's, let's just buy what we actually like, all right? And fill it up. Fill the closet, closet up with that. And then you don't have to worry about what you look like stepping outside ever again. And for me, you know, I know how facetious this sounds, but that is a part of my personal happiness for that day, you know? So why not take a step to make sure that at least that department is okay, you know? So I, I made some purchases. My mom, my mom bought me three suits. I love suits. I feel great in suits. Um, you know, I got a, a pair of boots that I love. That like I would, I would have never, I would have never been this risky when I was younger. When I gave a fuck about what people said about me. Now I don't care. You know what I mean? But that's part of it. You know. Okay, so I stocked up on, you know, a bunch of things that I like. So now, you know, I ain't, I mean, I ain't saying every day is a walk in the park, but, you know, uh, maybe at least at least half of the week now I feel a lot better about my clothes, you know, and as I continue to stock up, it's going to get lit. It's going to be super lit, you know, but now that bad voice doesn't bother me when I walk into the building at, you know, different events or whatever, because at least I know I look good. At least I feel like I look good. You know, at least I feel like everything, not even, but it's not even about looking good. It's just everything is about, everything is put together. At least I don't feel sloppy. You know what I mean? Um, so the bad voice doesn't bother me when I'm walking into those events. Like, again, two things. One, I'm not fucking perfect. So all of this could be complete malarkey. <laughs> okay. But the second thing is, I'm going to keep it real with you, y'all. For real. We get that bad voice to that point. You know, um, I, and I'm not perfect at all. I'm just telling you where I'm at. If we can get that bad voice right there and keep that joint working ahead of the horse, man, we're going to be straight. We're going to be good. And I think that that's part of it. I think that that's, that's what the bad voice has to do. I think that's who the bad voice is. And I think that that's how you deal with it. And what's on the other side of that? A better life to me. And of course, the big news. It's big. Really big. Big That's the big 10-4. All right, the big three is presented by Jaded. Jaded uh, waist beads, necklaces, bracelets. Uh, I said waist beads already, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let me add the word custom on that, on all of that. Because everything is handmade by real people, not robots. Real people, real spirit. Real energy, okay? Real passion about the details and the accessories of your attire to make sure that you're good when you go out. To make sure that bad voice ain't bothering you. Like, yo, you should have wore some more sparkle, girl. Why you got just the colors on? You got you to gotta make the, the, the accessories, the details dance a little bit. That bad voice. <laughs> 
You ain't got to worry about that if you get jaded. Make sure them details right. Jadedco.com. Also on Instagram, at Jadedco. Number one. That's the big 10-4. Right here, baby. Number one. Number one would have to be. Number one. Number one. All right. The first thing that happened uh, over the weekend, first thing in the big three. Now, this didn't necessarily happen uh, first. Like, it's not in no particular order. I just, I don't know. But anyways, um, Antonio Brown. I think that's the biggest story to me right now. Um... You know, Antonio Brown is the story. The story is very. Uh, I ain't gonna use the word touching. I'll just say it, it, it's relative to me for whatever reason. And um, I really do think that Antonio Brown has something going on. And it's a weird thing because I know that when I tweet that, it gets ignored. I know that when I mention that to friends in you know all these group chats and I'm in, you know, we're talking about football opening week. You know, it gets ignored, you know, but I really do think that the storyline is not that he got signed to the Patriots or that he got cut by the Raiders and all of that. The storyline really is that Antonio Brown needs to make sure that he's good, like upstairs. And the only reason I say that is because, um, you know, we literally literally have watched him go from being the top receiver in the world um, to just a spiraling list like a never-ending list of issues like every week it was something it was so much that the shit got conspiracy theories around it like people think that like there's some conspiracy stuff going on that's how much it was you know so we watched a receiver go from that uh, I mean, go from, you know, his early career, just killing it, just focused on the right things. Then he started having a little fun with the fans. Like, I remember seeing him dance a lot. My girlfriend loves watching him twerk, which is the re- weirdest sentence I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> but, um, you know, he, he was in that playful mood. And then um, we saw him get an injury, a big injury. Then we saw him. Um, go through his difficulties in the locker room with Steelers and all of that and then things just went south is he in Buffalo you know what I mean and and, and um, then he goes to Oakland but he got you know every like, this whole summer every week has been Antonio Brown something and it's kind of like for me I'm like I'm looking around like yo and y'all still care about football I don't care about the Patriots like okay we know they're gonna win the Super Bowl like it ain't that big a deal we already on next year anyway. Y'all late. <laughs> but, um, you know, the real, I'm like, yo, do y'all still care about that? Y'all don't care about this man's mental health. That's kind of how I'm looking around at everybody. Like, yo, we're still talking about football. This guy needs help. Like, he needs some type of evaluation before he can go back out there. Like, how many concussions has he had? Seriously, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, you know, um, can he take another big hit like that? Like, is there something? And I'm sure they did some type of mental evaluation. So I might be speaking, um, you know, a bit ahead of it. Because, um, like, I feel like they do, they would do that for every player in the league. I mean, I would hope so. That would make a lot of sense to me. But, um, you know, I just really hope that Antonio Brown is okay. And I hope everything is okay. It's bigger than football. Uh, I, I'm not really focused on the football side of it. I really traditionally, not traditionally, I really genuinely hope that everything is okay with Antonio Brown but him getting signed re-signed kind of makes him makes it feel like to him he ain't got to make sure he good it, it probably makes him feel like I am good I'm a, now I'm literally going to do what the hell I want you know um 
it was no and when I say penalty I don't mean that he deserved any type of penalty or whatever if there is really thing if there's really something going on with him upstairs um but you know without any type of penalty without any type of you know notice of hey that's not right are you good without any of that all you gonna do is do it again you know what I mean and and he's never really gonna focus on whether or not he's good he don't have to he's still gonna get the contract you know so um yeah I don't know this is just a big story to me and it's just kind of like a weird feeling that I had about it um but you know he does take the field next weekend I think they play against Miami which <laughs> Jesus Christ so I, I don't know how that's gonna go but um yeah you know, hope everything's all right with Tony B. Antonio Brown. Number two. That's the big 10-4. Number two. All right, second thing that happened over the weekend is I went to my first concert as a audience member. And the shit was awesome. Like, I have, okay, so I've gone to a lot of concerts over the last couple of years. Obviously, I work in radio. Um, and, you know, I haven't been to a show where I wasn't working. Because even the concerts I would go to, um, as a kid, you know what I mean? Like a lot of go-go's and stuff like that. I was a part of the show in some way, shape or form. Um, and you know, a lot of the concerts that I've texted somebody like, yo, you got any extra tickets? Like for the radio, like if I'm for the radio station, like I would come back home from like Indy or something like that. And, uh, sorry about that. I would come back home from like Indy or something like that and hit up somebody, one of the promoters like, Hey, you know, I'm in town. You got any tickets? If they give me tickets nine times out of ten, I gotta take a picture. I gotta go backstage and be all, you know, radio-y and hey, what's up? Da, da, da. I gotta do all that shit. I ain't have to do that this weekend. I went to go see Cardi B and it was a great show. It like I see why you go to concerts. It is worth it. It is worth. I've never, never even because you know I work there. You know, like I kind of feel like I always have to work, but I'm not doing that no more. Like after I just got a taste of that. Cardi B is a phenomenal entertainer, yo. And even just the idea of concerts in general, um, it's just, this is dope. It's really dope. I always thought it was overrated, but it was really dope, you know. Um, oh, you know what? Actually, I, I did go see Kanye as an audience member, but it still kind of felt like work because the radio station had all these events before and like literally a couple hours before that, I was running around the city. People were chasing me trying to get tickets. Um, cause I had the last pair of tickets. Yeah. So, but it, it, that still felt like work. Cause I, you know, went with work people and stuff, but, um, this Cardi B joint, like, yeah, I went with, uh, my, one of my coworkers, but that's my man, my man. Like we lit, you know, shout out to Dirty Rice. Um, but you know, I see why people spend money on concerts, you know, and the nugget is this. If you got a few dollars to spend, okay. I ain't saying break the bank. I ain't saying skip the rent for the shit. But if you got a couple of dollars that you can toy around with for a little bit, you know, if it's if, if you want to just enjoy yourself, go see your favorite artist. And if you can do it, sit on the floor. OK, like sit on the floor and really just vibe out. OK, do whatever you got to do beforehand. You know what I'm saying? But just go and vibe out. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the atmosphere. Enjoy the idea of watching your favorite entertainer standing right there, just going in. And you're partying. 
Go go experience that shit. It's worth it. Number three. That's the big 10-4. Number three. All right, third thing that happened over the weekend. It actually was a tie by like six shit, but I ain't going to get into it. We're just going to pick one story and go because I'm already super late on this episode. But um, uh, another thing that happened over the weekend, the third thing of the big three, I should say, is uh, I went to the mall over here in Baltimore. And man, listen, bro, we, we got to figure out some type of protocol for walking in the mall. All right, because... You know, you're walking and you get behind, you know, somebody who's slow. And I had to get to the radio station. And it's just a whole family. Just one of them big ass families. It's like, what y'all here for? Like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, that like that kind of family group. And it, everybody's just walking so slow. You're looking at the clock. You're trying to walk through this big ass mall to get to where you parked at. <laughs> you know? And they just everywhere. Yeah, just, listen. How do we deal with the slow walkers in the mall? I know that sounds crazy and it sounds a lot more hyped up than it probably should be. But I, I'm sincerely asking this, okay? Let's, we we got we to gotta take a call on this. I'd like you to try to answer one question. Will you answer my question? Yes, I was calling about walking in the mall and people walking on the wrong side. Yeah, isn't, isn't there supposed to be some order to this? That's what I thought too. Like, it's just like driving. You walk on one side if you're going one way, and you walk on the other side, and people just walk all over the hallway. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, I got. Where, where do you think the slow walkers should go? Because they, they're the issue. I think just like when you're driving, they need to be all the way over to the right and let the fast people go by. Yes, like up against the wall. Like, keep your yeah. ass over there. Right, like they take the whole lane, and it's like, excuse me, I'm trying to walk here. Okay, all right, thank you for your call. Thank you, have a good one. You too, God bless you. God bless. All right, continue the conversation on Instagram. Hit me up, B-R-I-A-N-C-X-V-I. I'll hit you right back. All right, got to get up out of here. Uh, that, that'll wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for rocking with me today. You can play it back as many times as you want. That's the beauty of the podcast. If you need to listen to it again, just literally drag that marker back, buddy, to 0000, and hit play and start all over. Uh, but that's the beauty of it. Seriously, though, each episode is available, um, you know, 24-7. You can just scroll through and go ahead and enjoy it. And you know what? Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know if you're vibing with it, uh, if you have any questions or anything. My email is all always open cxvi that's cxvi at bryancxvi.com you can also hit me on uh instagram twitter facebook b-r-i-a-n-c-x-v-i i hit you right back hey share the episode too just send it to somebody like just you know we you know we all in this together okay um also with that being said i do want to say thank you for the support thus far like i really be enjoying watching the numbers go up inch by inch but just watch it you know what i mean so thank you god bless you um i have one more thing oh the book Dacia's Watchtower hits uh, all platforms a, a, a week from today. This is Monday, uh, the eighth, I believe. Yo, I'm excited, yo. I mean, the ninth. I'm sorry. I'm excited, y'all. I can't wait for you to get your hands on this book. I will extend the pre-order, okay, until Wednesday. Until Wednesday. That means um, the eleventh. I'll extend the pre-order. The pre-order at twenty-five percent off. Go to BrianCXVI.com and you can go ahead and pre-order Deja's Watchtower if you want to read about a humbling love. If you want to read about a, a, a young black girl finding out who she is so that she can learn to love others. Go ahead and pre-order that joint. BrianCXVI.com and you can pre-order Deja's Watchtower, right? 
You got all my info. If you need absolutely anything, just hit me up. If you need to text me, you can do that. The Brian's World Podcast is presented by the citizens. For any questions or comments on today's episode, email cxvi at briancxvi.com. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We wish you a great and empowering week.